Yo, Seth. Hey, good afternoon, Kyle. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How how how's life at the Mercier household? Oh, it's good, man. You know, just a Sunday morning. You know, the whole family's here, and uh, uh, you know, uh, the wife actually started. Uh, you know, we've got a smoker out back, right? Like a, uh, you know, it's an electric smoker. And so, uh, so last night about ten o'clock, she puts in this uh, like I don't know six pound pork butt. So it's been smoking all night, and we're like a couple degrees away from the perfect two hundred and three degree temperature. Gonna have some pulled pork today, sure. man. It's gonna be amazing. It sounds like you've got it down to a science. Oh yeah, man. She, uh, you know, the wife doesn't really let me touch it. It's, uh, it's kind of like her thing or whatever. Which you know, it, it's fine, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but you know, but so, but you know, there's like this. There's like this this perfect thing. It's like you have to get this pulled pork, this this Boston butt, to 203 degrees because if you pull it at 202 degrees, the bone inside the pork shoulder does not pull out perfectly. It doesn't. It doesn't just fall out. It clean. doesn't just fall out clean. But if you pull it out at 203, when you go and you grab that bone, it slides out completely clean like 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 there's nothing stuck to it at all and it just falls I have to apart write that down on my index card oh my god it's amazing it's amazing so we're uh well, that's, that's... i think right before i came in here we were at like 195 so uh so we're getting close to that 203 so we're gonna have some pulled pork sandwiches here soon it's gonna be great so what's the deal how do you check the temperature do you have to open the door and oh, put a thermometer in it no 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 no. she's got the uh the electric uh little little thermometer that you know it's stuck in the thing and then the cord oh. uh, goes through the door. So, you know, we keep the door shut, change the wood chips from time to time, whatnot. But uh, we've got the little the thermometer, the electric uh, thermometer that we can read on the outside of the smoker. So what kind of wood chips are you using? Uh, I think she went with a, a, a mix of maple and apple today. That sounds amazing. So, yeah, but, you know, you could put in the hickory, the pecan, the... Uh, you know, whatever. It just mix it up. It's you're bringing stuff, this. So. You're bringing this to work tomorrow. Apple, cherry, you know, whatever. Um, uh, I I might be able to do that. I might be. Able, I'm sure there's going to be a little left over. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna eat this whole thing today. So I, I might be yeah, able to do yeah, that. Yeah. If yeah, I see you, you tomorrow, I, I don't even know if you're working or not. Tomorrow. Oh, you'll see me. Oh, you'll see me. <laughs> oh man, that's something different. So uh, hey guys, thanks a lot for listening to another edition of Technically Directors with Kyle and Seth. As you can tell, stay tuned for the recipe. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, as you can tell, uh, we're doing another fun-filled, socially distant episode from uh, our respective spaces, if you will. It's right? a rare Sunday. It's a rare Sunday recording. Yeah, a Sunday edition. You know, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. So you're in your satellite studio in St. Pete, and I'm in my yeah. satellite uh, studio no. room, I guess, because I'm in the bedroom now as opposed to the normal room. So. Yeah. You know, maybe that's Studio B. Maybe this is Studio. That's right. Yeah, because it's in the same spot as Studio A. It's, I don't know. Yeah, so, we'll call that Studio B. Yeah. So what's going on, man? What's new? Well, I was, you know, usually I'm at work on a Sunday. Right. Uh, but uh, back before uh, the apocalypse happened, uh, Shane has to swap some days because he had some plans, and then like shortly after the the trade was okayed, everything kind of fell to shit. Right, right. But uh, I decided I'd just go ahead and keep my Sunday anyway, and uh, I get next Saturday off as well. Oh, nice. And out of this trade. So, so this is like it th- breaks up, kind of breaks it up a little bit. What is this, like three out of four weekends where you've had one of the days off? It's something like that. Because right? I work um, for you. I think it's... Oh, maybe that was yeah, two weeks ago. Only, I think it's only the second one. Yeah. In the end, it'll be three. All right. There'll be a day on the weekend i'm off right yeah i deserve it 
You do deserve it, man. You work hard. That's you work true. Hard. It's true. So and today, uh, I'm going to work on my car because, you know, I didn't know if uh, I would be able to get parts. Like, I actually need to get an oil change. Okay, right. And I, I haven't called them yet, but I was like, I wonder if they're are they doing oil changes? Also, <laughs> do I want a stranger? Are oil in changes my car essential? Right now? Uh, you know, right? I mean, because uh, well, they car... seem essential. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you could do them yourself, except I can't do it myself because I live in an apartment complex. Right. But then you got then you start asking about other rules. I've been doing this with rules in general. Like, it's the end times. Do I have to follow the rules? <laughs> like, what rules do I bend? Because I'm a habitual rule bender anyway. Okay. So now I give, like, zero bucks. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to just change my oil. You're fine. Like, hey, you're not supposed to do that, sir. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Just step away. I'm, I got this, you know. But <laughs> right. now it's like it's like now I don't even have to have a conversation. Like, I could just pull out a gun, and I feel like it's fine. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, look, it's a, it, it's a crazy time we live in right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I went and got some parts. Okay. Because, I w- because what's important is I do want my car to be in tip-top shape. In the event that all services are rendered um, unavailable, all of a sudden. Yeah, that's smart. That's good. Yeah, so it got just doing a little maintenance, little spark plug, little variable valve. Time will change. You know, it's it's just just a little upkeep. Make the check engine light go away. That annoying <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> that stupid thing. I hate that check engine light. I've got one too. I think uh, I had it checked out, and like somebody said, uh, it, it, there's like an O2 sensor. Or something that uh, sometimes goes bad with these Kia Souls, but it's, it's nothing always. to worry about. It's nothing to worry about, you know, whatever. So I'm those like, check engine lights are almost always an O2 sensor. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's I'm like whatever. Okay, so I've had this light on for whatever, but it it's not really an issue. So that's fine. I'm a little bit nervous because I've actually had this car for a while, uh-huh. and I had this problem with the car a long time ago, and I had to change the variable uh, valve timing for the for the intake. And it's it you know I looked it up on YouTube. It's like a thirty minute deal from purchase of part to completion. Like it's not hard. That's not so bad. Yeah, and it's like fifty bucks for the part. So um, you just you know you take this part out, you put it put the other one in, right. and sign it up. So uh, about a I don't know eight months ago, I had the same problem again, and I'm like, oh, this thing has gone out again. So let me go get another one. I went and got another one, and I replaced it. And as I'm finishing it up, I tightened it too hard, and I broke the fucking bolt <laughs> off into my engine oh my god and so i was screwed it's so like so i had to take it to a shop they had to put a healer coil in it it only cost me like another like 150 bucks no, that's not like so bad total. yeah but it was just a pain in the ass it's like a thing that should have taken half an hour and 50 bucks ended up being like 200 dollars, and i missed a day of work I couldn't drive my car. You know, that that also, uh, it's kind of like one of those things like, you know, okay, so we've got YouTube where you can essentially learn how to do any and everything, right? But uh, but sometimes, you know, following the YouTube videos, maybe uh, not so much. And maybe it doesn't do the trick, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I was just stupid. I just, <laughs> I just tightened it too hard. And the thing's made of aluminum, so it just, like, snaps. So you so. go in there, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I was uh, trying to fix my own little thing here. I was watching a YouTube video, and what, the guy was laughing at you? <laughs> no, I don't tell him that I'm watching YouTube. Oh, right, right, okay. See, this is, 
see, this is an advantage I have because of my accent. Uh-huh. Whenever I start talking, they just assume I know what I'm talking about when it comes to an engine because I sound like I do. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh. You know, because I got that country, you know. Yeah, I Did can't. you know what a, a variable valve time No, was? I actually have no idea what you're talking about, yeah. to be honest with you. As soon as I said that, your brain was like, wow, this guy's like an auto mechanic. Yeah. I had no idea he knew all this No, stuff. I, I don't yeah. know what that is. I don't know if I have one. I don't know if I need to get mine checked. <laughs> I, I have, I, yeah, I can't tell you any of that. No idea. I'll explain it to you sometime. All right. It's very yeah. interesting. Explain it to me when I'm older. Yeah, right. okay. So good deal. Um. All right, man. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, so we've got the lunch plan figured out. You know, you're off today. It's a beautiful day. What did you do yesterday, man? Did you enjoy your day? You had to work. Yesterday, I went to work. You had to work a yesterday little bit. I had to work. Okay. Yeah, I was at work yesterday. I was on my way to work, and I got a phone call from my producer saying that the governor of Florida was going to do a press conference at three o'clock. Oh, and, nice. You know, sometimes people don't get there right at three o'clock. Right. So um, there was like a lot of texting and calling and making sure everyone was on, and our and our talent. Uh, was actually told not to be in until four thirty for some reason. Oh, so awesome! She found out it. She found out at like two o'clock that she was supposed to be there. She needed to be there, camera ready at three. She wasn't camera ready, so I just <laughs> skipped the camera part. Yeah, I bet she loved that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was good. It was yeah. Good. I told my producer, I was like, "Listen, if she looks like that at three o'clock, I'm not putting her on TV." <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell her that. Right, right. You yep. can tell her after. Like, we didn't put you because you weren't ready, but yeah. But I'm just, sure she understands. Just be aware. Yeah, we got a plan B here. It's going to be Sans camera. So many press conferences, man. Every single day, every single day, yeah. every single show is preempted. I mean, it's 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 at a fast pace here lately. The past two weeks, it's found. I guess you know what we've like flattened the curve on the coverage. You know what I mean? It's You'd... like we found the the groove. Okay. Like you're always expecting it. Yeah. You know it's coming. You've done it so many times that you know. Like you said, you know, I don't know if you know, but you know, when you look up and you see the Florida channel, uh, they're just gonna pop up to DeSantis and he'll be ready to go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just you know, kind of get everyone's. Yeah, you just kind of get everyone's. Uh, actually, the uh, the press conference yesterday when he stopped talking, they threw up color bars like instantaneously. Are you serious? Like, no, yeah, it was no unreal. Pattern. He, yeah, he stopped talking and he's like, okay, and he stood up and they went bars. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Let me get out of this pretty. Let oh, me do man. it pretty now. They're so uh, they're so quick, you know, with uh, turning yeah, on and done. off the feeds here. It's uh, it's nuts. But uh, you know, yeah, uh, but nice you, but but you're right about that though. It kind of coming into a groove. I mean, I feel like we've done so many uh, here in the past couple weeks that uh, that it's it's becoming second nature now. You know, I, I think it's uh, you know we're, we're, we've got some type of routine. We found the sweet spot. We know exactly what we need to do to get in and out of these press conferences nice and clean. Uh, and, and, you know, we've just taken so many of them that it's just, uh, it, it's becoming, uh, just a regular routine part of the show now. I actually got irritated on Wednesday because I was directing the hour long four o'clock hour. Yeah. And, uh, I had a press conference from the mayor of St. <laughs> Petersburg. Yep. Then I had a press conference immediately after that from the mayor of Tampa. Then I had a press conference from, uh, the governor of Florida and the president was supposed to be giving a press conference around five o'clock. And I thought, come on, let me get that one in too. Let me <laughs> I mean, get four. Let why me get not? Four press conferences at four. Let me do it. Let me get it. Let me get it. So I was irritated that I didn't get them all in. Oh man. Yeah. That would have been one you could send off uh, for any consideration. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta make, you gotta make your fun where you can. You know, it's uh, it's, 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 it's always a fun guessing game to see, you know, they tell us a time that these pressers are supposed to start. And then it's just like, okay, well, we know that that's not going to happen. So uh, let's let's uh, let's all you know, let's put in uh, 
it's like a grid. You know, you fill out like uh, like like you're taking bets. Be like, all right, let's see. He says four o'clock, but uh, I'm gonna go with four fifteen. Oh, I'm gonna go with four twenty. You know, or you just kind of sit around yeah. and wait. You you just wait for that shot and you wait for uh for it to start. It never starts on time. They never start on. You know time. what's. You know, it's more trying than that. What's that? Because, you know, that's kind of, like, out of our control. Right. Most people don't know us, and they can't see us or whatever. But, like, the whole, like, the people that you work with, the people in the building, where it's like, oh, okay, so we're going to take this? Okay, then we take it. How long do you want to stay on it? Oh, I don't know. And, oh, they're asking questions. you want to stick with the questions? Today <laughs> I do. Tomorrow I don't. Right. I don't know. And then, and then I love this, too, because, like, I will get a direction from high above that says, hey, when I say to get out of it, that means you handle getting out of it. It doesn't mean just jump out of it. Yeah. And then so you're in the moment, and uh, someone up high says, get out of it. And then someone in the middle in the room goes, get out of it now. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, here, I'm going to do this. And they're like, no, don't care about that. Don't worry about that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to worry about it. Don't worry. I, I handled this part. Right. So right. it's like, you, got, you know, the, the, the communication is so and what? that's just with the coverage. Don't even get me started on the staffing. I mean, that's the thing, too, though. It's just a lot of different people making decisions. You know, it's like we can't have four different people deciding how long we stay with these press conferences. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's have one voice that makes the call and that's it. And, and it's just it seems like there's a lot of competing egos still from time to time here uh, in these these recent newsrooms, uh, like you said, with the staffing. And, and so we've got, uh, you know. It's 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 just, you know, it, it comes down to a pissing match, you know, sometimes it's like, well, he says we want it to go ahead and stay with it. He wants to get out. No, no, no. Let's go ahead and take one more question, you know, and then, you know, it's it's conflicting information. And uh, I don't know, sometimes it uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. That's why it's nice to be in the seat sometimes, because sometimes you can go, you know what? Boom, we're doing this. Yeah, I just did it. It's done. There you done. Go. What are you going to do? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm like a German shepherd, Kyle. Like your dog. I don't know if you know this about. Yeah, I don't know if you know about German Shepherds, but when you train a German Shepherd, German Shepherds are very smart and loyal, and uh -huh. they want a job to do. So when you're training them, you have to make it clear to them, hey, I'm going to be giving you all your directions. Right. And you can trust me to give you a job to do. You can trust me to give you good information and to keep you entertained and to keep you pointed in the right direction. If a German Shepherd doesn't find an alpha to follow, they just start they, – they just make up their own mind, and that's when they start humping pillows and eating couches and tearing up screen doors because they're bored. And you don't want the German that's Shepherd like, to do that. Yeah, and that's what that's me. I'm like a German Shepherd. Well, there you go. Well, speaking Give me of clear direction, or I'll start making up my own decisions. <laughs> speaking of German Shepherds, uh, a certain German Shepherd that we both know had a birthday yesterday. Yes, he's so big. He's so big. Klaus is ten. He's he is 10 years old now, and he had a bath yesterday. Oh, yeah? So now he's all floofy, uh, and he smells like honeysuckle that, and coconut. That's adorable. He's very, he's in he's in a good place. He got his nails trimmed, got his ears cleaned. Uh, I got to tell you, though, man, like, he used to want to party on his birthday, but now he just wants to nap. Does he really? <laughs> he's getting to be an old man, you know? <laughs> he's an old man. He likes his naps now. Uh. Yeah. Um, I gave him an oxtail yesterday. Uh -huh. I went to the grocery store and I, I was like, you know, let me get him like a little steak or something that yeah. he can gnaw on for his birthday. Right. And then I ended up getting an oxtail because it's got that big old bone in the center of it. Oh yeah. 
So I handed him that, you know, I put it in his bowl and he immediately puts it on the floor and then like pushes it all along the floor. So I got like beef juice <laughs> trails all along my floor you that can't... I had to come after him with like a multi multi-purpose cleaner. You can't expect him to go ahead and eat a bone like that in his bowl. That's not how this works. You realize that, right? Yeah. Well, sometimes he wolfs them down, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. he just kind of gulps it, like, yeah. goop, goop, like, it's gone. But this one, he wanted to savor. Um, he, he munched on it for a while. I took the other one. There were two. Yeah. The other one's in the freezer. So I'm going to give it to him as, like, a frozen treat. Oh, okay. So that way, maybe it won't be so juicy whenever yeah. he moves home from the floor. One can hope. But, but yeah, it... he had a – I had to go – you know, we were going to have a birthday party for him, but that yeah. got canceled. Right, right, right. Everything else. So, but he is, he was completely content to eat an oxtail and then take a nap. Well, that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad he was able to enjoy his day and his little treat yesterday. It was very nice. I, uh, yeah. It was a cute little picture you posted of him yesterday, a little video. Shaking you his know head what that around. video was? What's that? That video, you made fun of me of that video. Was that, that the video same was video? That, it was the same video, yeah. <laughs> you want to shake? You want to shake? <laughs> Or was uh, it a high five? It was a high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want a high five? Yeah. That's right. That's right. High five? Oh, don't be shy. High five. High five. Klaus, high five. High five. High five. It was the beginning of that video. That's me asking him questions and him turning his head to the side every oh time I ask him a question. Anyway, um, so, uh, you know, we're living this quarantine life, right? You know, uh, some yeah. of us obviously still going to work. You know, we, we both have to go in for our jobs. Uh, the wife is, is at home, the, you know, the kids at home doing these things. But, um, you know, uh, last week, Netflix dropped this, this, this series, this limited series that has taken over. Well, social media, first of all, but I mean, it seems to have taken over the world by storm here. Uh, so, you know, obviously everybody's got all this time on their hands, you know, and so Netflix decides to drop this documentary. It's called Tiger King. And now it's like yeah. everybody in America, everybody in the world has seen this thing. And that's what everybody's talking about. It's like if you're not it's talking so, about COVID, you're talking about Tiger King. It's so nice to have this distraction. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's and, like. And what and what a distraction it is. Oh, oh my God. God. So uh, the wife and I, crazy. we binged this thing last night. You said you've seen it now, right? I have seen a lot of it. I've seen, I've missed some of the middle stuff. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of dipped in and out. Okay, okay. Well, I, I suggest you finishing it up um, and, and watching all of it. But uh, but what a documentary limited series this is. This guy, this Tiger King, man, he's a piece of work. I, I don't even know. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody involved. It's like scorched earth, man. Like when I see these people, I'm yeah. like, just burn it all down. Just burn it to Everybody. the ground. It's like a all of them. Joe Dirt on steroids. I mean, it's. Uh, oh my god. It's, so it's, I, I won't. I won't. I won't tolerate you speaking disparagingly about Joe Dirt. It's like Joe Dirt mixed with Dog the Bounty Hunter. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> the, oh my god, it's crazy. Um, but but the premise of this thing, right? So there's this guy in Oklahoma called Joe Exotic, right? He's uh he opens up this he's got this love of like eat, well first of all he starts off as like this this uh, uh, animal uh, enthusiast who sometimes brings animals in to do uh, magic tricks he starts like a, a little 
uh, he's, he's like a traveling magician doing these little shows, you know, whatever. Uh, and then he decides to open up this tiger exotic animal wild cat sanctuary in Oklahoma City, right? The guy's kind of a genius. He, he really is. I mean, he's he's got a great, you know, uh, marketing scheme. I mean, he's making these like YouTube videos. This is like early 2000s, right? So he's got this like Joe Exotic TV uh, making these like just ridiculous things and he's he does a little singing on the side as well I oh mean, wow oh my he's god actually not bad he, he's he, you know what he's uh he, you like to make fun of the fact that uh i listen to some bro country and uh that's all i can think of sometimes i'm like is this is this the country that he's talking about is this <laughs> this is its own thing i don't know this is joe country let's call it that joe country yeah, yeah i like that yeah i like that but yeah you're right though actually he, he wasn't terrible he wasn't terrible. He's not terrible. He's not terrible. Uh, some of these songs that he's come up with have, I mean, just completely outrageous. Uh, I love the one where he uh, he talks about uh, this woman in Florida, who we'll get into in a minute. But uh, he has this song. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to go back and check it out. But uh, he like he sings about the fact that this woman fed her husband to lions. <laughs> And uh, and tigers and 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 destroyed his body. I mean, it's it's a beautiful song. It's a it's a it's a ballad from the heart. So if you're ever down in Tampa on a big cat refuge, don't pick a fight with your wife. Cause it's a big forty acres, and if you're not careful, you'll be gone in the blink of an eye. Is, is that right? I didn't know that. Oh, my God. You Look, man, this is some good stuff. But I don't even know. What are your thoughts on this thing, man? Well, I mean, like I said, Scorched Earth, just like we don't need any of these people. <laughs> um, I uh, Whenever I moved to Florida, yeah. I moved here in June of 2018. And it was July of 2018 that he was indicted. Okay. So um soon as I moved down here, basically – I saw this dude's mugshot. I didn't know anything about him. So when I saw his mugshot, obviously you don't forget it. <laughs> you and do like, not forget you know, it. You know, and I just like kind of turned to the people in the room and I said, Joe Exotic? And they're all like, oh, you don't know about this crazy guy, man? He's fucking nuts. And, and he's, uh, he's got a Tampa so, tie, right? I mean, his, his story. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why he was like yeah, on the news down here because right. he was indicted for possibly trying to hire someone to kill this woman who owns the Big Cat Sanctuary in Tampa, Ka- who has been trying to shut him down for decades. Carol Baskin. But Carol Baskin, this guy, like, I completely forgot about him. I never forgot that mugshot. Like as soon <laughs> right. as I saw like the 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 cover for the for the series, I was like, oh, that fucking guy, <laughs> and. uh but I watched a little bit of it. I think it was the first episode, and he's he's talking about how much it costs to feed his tigers. Yeah. And, you know, I can't remember how much. It was like thirty grand a month or something. Something like that. And, you know, you look at this dude. He's got a gimp leg, <laughs> like a drive-through haircut. Drive-through and haircut. Shaved on the sides, like, you know, business in the front, party in the back. Yep. Uh, pink sequined shirt. Yep. And I'm like, this dude has thirty grand a month to spend on tigers. <laughs> like, what is? You just 
just never know, man. This guy's a character. You never know. Well, you know, one of the things you find out in this documentary is that uh, to help with that uh, feeding of the tigers is that they take the uh, expired meat from, I guess, it's the donation from Walmart. It's the, the expired meat from Walmart. And, uh, and they give that meat as the food for the tigers. And so, but something that they, uh, that I learned was that I guess he said something like, yeah, this is the meat that like, if you, you, uh, are shopping in Walmart, you pick up some meat, you take it to the register and then you can't either, you know, your cards declined, whatever, or, you know, you can't pay for something or whatever. The customer is not able to buy the product. They leave the food at the register and apparently there's, you, they can't restock it. So anything that like you bring up to, well, I guess food-wise, if you bring up to the register at a Walmart, if it's been refrigerated, if it gets up to the register at that point and you don't end up buying it, these people can't go ahead and restock it because it's been away from refrigeration for, you know, they don't know how long it's been away from refrigeration. So it just goes and into a bin. you don't know what could have happened to it, too, it, also, I right. guess. Right? I guess so. Yeah. So it just goes into a bin, and then it's it, it gets... I guess destroyed or sent away or whatever, or in this case, it gets sent to Joe uh, Exotics uh, Wild Cat Sanctuary, and uh, and so that's like the meat that they that they unpackage, and then that that's what they that's a lot of what they were feeding for these tigers. Wow. Yeah. I bet you. I mean, I don't even know. Like, did, I guess you could do that like at restaurants and everything too. Like, can I just get your scraps? I guess. <laughs> like, I guess so you know the stuff that you're gonna not sell tomorrow, like. I guess, I mean, I guess, well, they just go around grocery stores all day asking what they got. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy, man. Let me tell you, though, but this cast of characters, uh, half of them are shirtless, you know, which, which, you know, so let's say Netflix. And half of them are limbless. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. She's she's hardcore, too, man, that girl. Oh, my God. But it's just like, so Netflix comes up to you and says, hey, I'm shooting this documentary on, uh, you know, your uh, coworker here, Joe Exotic, uh, can you sit down and talk to me? Whatever. Don't you think you'd get a shirt on first? <laughs> What's this one guy? You know, he's later on in the show. I don't even know if you saw this one interview or not. This one guy is interviewed as he's sitting in a bathtub, and it's just I was like just about to say that. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, he's in the tub. He's in like, the tub. And I'm just like, what? and then like, this other guy, one of one of Joe Exotic's husbands, is sitting there shirtless, just showing off his his chest tats. The entire time, and it's like, what, yeah. what, what is this? He has more tattoos and teeth. Oh my god, he's he's That's good. rough. Wow, I don't even. know. I did see something funny about how someone said that his his teeth were um, practicing social distancing. <laughs> Somebody, uh, one of these me, the memes that are coming out of this show are fantastic. One of them was like, uh, Joe Joe Exotic bought bought uh, his husband everything he desired and everything he asked for. Except the new set of front teeth. Seriously. Oh my god. Yeah, it's uh wow. I don't even know that one girl who uh, who who works for the sanctuary, and she at one point reached her, she stuck her hand in one of the cages, and her entire hand, her arm, her entire arm from her uh, uh, elbow down got ripped off. Yeah. Right. She was yeah, back at work back five up. five days later. She showed back up yeah. to go back to work. Yeah, and yeah, I remember they were talking to her about it, and they said, you know, we could like do surgery, and it could take months and months and months, or we can cut it off, and you'll be good in like five days. And she's like, just cut it off, just like, amputate. What? <laughs> just, just cut it off. Holy shit, man! I'd have to think about that for yeah, a while. It didn't take her very long. She uh, did not think too hard about that. 
But you know, I it guess her left arm. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, hey, if she's if she's right-handed, she's fine, right? But uh, you know who I love on this show? What's that? Uh, what's his name? Is it? Um, let's see, we got Joe Exotic. Yeah. We got James. Is the the big belly dude on the jet ski? Oh yeah, yeah. At the end, yeah, Jeff. that guy. Jeff, that's the one I love. Jeff Lowe. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Lowe, the the Vegas dude that dresses oh like B Rad from fucking uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Oh yes, yes. And he's got this super hot little redheaded girlfriend. Who he tells as soon as she's done having a baby to hopefully she'll she'll get back in the gym, get back in the gym. There was no, there was no hopefully. No, it was like he's like she'll be back in the gym. Dude. And then he's showing those pictures of the nanny. Yeah. And just <laughs> like, just he can't through. keep this shit-eating grin off of his face. And she's like, oh, yeah, we should find a nanny who's, like, bilingual. Because that'll help with the baby. And he's like, I just want one that I can look at all day. Like, yeah, he don't give a fuck. The wife and I just stared at each other. We're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah, dude. That, that, that guy is running the table. Oh, my God. Whenever he goes down, he's yeah. going to go down hard. Oh, but yeah. until then, he is L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> Oh man, he's taking these little tigers to Vegas. He, he's sneaking them in in his suitcase, and he takes them up to his room in Vegas. And it's like that's just what's getting all the the ladies, I guess, showing up. Yeah, and they're like, all these pig- everybody's attracted to baby it, tigers. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't realize a baby tiger would like bring the hottest women in Vegas to your uh, to your hotel room to do blow. I mean, the like, thing is, you, unreal. you got to be able to sneak these tigers up to your room, I guess, which, you know, but yeah, it's, that's, uh, that man. seems like not that big of a deal. It's how do you <laughs> let all the honeys know that the tigers are there? Wow. Is there like a, uh, like a, like a ciphered classified ad that you put in in code? I don't know, man. That the hotties all know to go look for? That's crazy. Gotta find these, uh, hotel tiger cubs and cocaine. This show's got a cast of characters, man. Uh, and one of them, of course, like we mentioned, uh, with the Tampa ties. So uh, a good part of this documentary talks about the uh, feud between Joe Exotic and over in Oklahoma City and the woman who owns this big cat sanctuary down here in Tampa named Carol Baskins. And so this whole, like, the you know, a good part of these episodes talk about how they are going back and forth, right? And, like, at one point, Joe Exotic is dressed up as, like, a dead, uh, bloody, stuffed rabbit. And he's, like, he comes down to Tampa, and he's, like, picketing outside the Big Cat Sanctuary. Like, because I guess it was, like, this picture that came out of, like, uh, I don't know, she she feeds her tigers dead, beaten rabbits or something. So he oh, went down yeah, there. there was to... that picture of her and some girls, like, holding dead rabbits. Yeah. They were, like, smiling. So he yeah, dresses up yeah, in a rabbit yeah. suit, like bloodied, bloodied rabbit suit, and he's like jumping around outside the Big Cat Sanctuary down here in Tampa at one point. Um, that son of a bitch ran for president. He ran for president. He ran for governor of Oklahoma afterwards after his failed presidential attempt. Can you imagine if he was president right now? That'd be uh, amazing. Oh my god! Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> things could happen. Anything could happen, right? I mean, <laughs> anything apparently can happen. I, yeah. At one point, I would say that that would never be a possibility. But hey, look, look, yeah. look, yeah. So, uh, wilder things have happened. But this guy, man, 
this guy. I don't even know this. So, oh, so, all right. So, so let's talk a little bit about this Tampa ties, right? So this woman, so she owns this big cat rescue down here and she's supposed to be this, you know, huge animal cat advocate, right? Tiger advocate. And she's like, you know, they need to be in the wild and they need to, but she's also keeping tigers in cages. She's making a living off these tigers that she's keeping in captivity. All right, so she's doing a lot of the same things. Maybe it's just not, she's trying to not make it sound as bad, right? So uh, so she's down here, and she's got this this older husband of hers that she, I don't know, picked up on, like, Nebraska Street or something. Like, I didn't even understand what was happening. He picked her up. He she was walking. Like Prince Charles. And <laughs> I don't even know. He's just like, I'm going to, here, he picks her up on the side of the road. And it's like, there's a gun in the passenger seat. And then he's like, oh, hey, look, that's my gun. You, if you want to pick it up and then point it at me to make sure I'm not going to do anything to you, like, feel free to do that. So she's like, yeah, oh, so I just, right. I pointed this gun at him for, and we drove around town and then I ended up going home with him. And it's just like, what, what, oh, and this what like is happening? Mad at her husband. She was like mad at her husband, right? Yeah. Cause she was married at that point. She said, I, I completely else. forgot about that. Actually, <laughs> there's so much that happened. So many things have happened that it's just it's hard to keep straight. So uh, that's how she meets this guy. And then I guess she ends up leaving her first husband. And then she gets with this guy who's apparently got multi-million dollars uh, stored up. He hides it in different yeah, places. That, yeah, he's got that royal money. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's he's loaded. And so now they're together. And they're like, I guess they, early 80s uh, or early 90s, they decided to go ahead and open up this animal sanctuary here in Tampa, right? So she's with this guy, and then all of a sudden, like a few years later, he just vanishes. He's gone. Disappears. Without a trace. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Am I'm I missing confused. something? No, I no, it's me. Because so I saw where they talked about Nebraska Avenue, yeah. the gun in the car. Yeah. And all that jazz. Is that that's not the person she's married to now? No. No, she's married okay, to okay, another okay. guy now who's also in the documentary later on, and uh, he shows yeah, up. Yeah, the other, the other guy is the guy that I was thinking of, the right. guy that looks like Prince Charles, because I didn't see the episode about her and her first husband and all that stuff that apparently went down. Oh, see, yeah, that's important, too. You need to go back and check that out. Yeah, I heard about it, obviously, but I never saw it. <laughs> so... Uh, apparently, uh, at one point, like they end up having like issues or whatever. And like, I, I don't know, I guess there was like a restraining order or something that this guy put on her at one point and he documented, you know, uh, that, that there's been abuse in the relationship and this and that. I don't know. Anyway, he tells a friend like an auto mechanic or something at one point, like, Hey, if anything happens to me, you know, uh, make sure you, you hold on to this letter or something or like, and he puts in his will at one point, like, uh, so, and so that, you know, my, this is where my money's going. This is what's happening, whatever. Uh, if, uh, in, in the event of my disappearance, that's what he says in the event of my disappearance, which, you know, throws up red flags because, you know, who thinks they're going to end up disappearing at some point, you know, normally in a will, you would say something like in the event of my death. Right. Sure. You know, nobody would yeah. say, say, hey, in the event of my kidnapping, uh, this is where I want my money to go. You, you generally don't say that, you know, that yeah. that's not really something that you, you you would think of. So he literally has in his will, like in the event of my disappearance and then like two months later vanished. Right. So like they find his van at some point, you know, miles away or something. And he was, there's rumors that he was supposed to have he flew to Costa Rica and he's 
hidden, living somewhere. He disappeared. He's gone, whatever. But the rumor is from Joe Exotic and everybody else is that she ended up feeding him to her tigers to destroy the evidence. So, I mean, that is like the perfect crime, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you would think that that's a good way to get rid of, you know, uh, any trace of wrongdoing, if you will. Uh, there's yeah. like a meat grinder that uh, I guess she has on property. And uh, I don't know, like there was, <laughs> there were like, you know, questions and uh, Joe Exotic was like, you know, they need to test the DNA of the meat grinder because I know they're going to find DNA of that man. And <laughs> all they got to do is check the DNA of the meat grinder. <laughs> she fed she fed her husband to the tigers. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. You do a pretty good Joe Exotic. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I just finished watching the show, so it's it's still fresh. But, uh. That, uh, uh, that, that, the, the guy that's um, <laughs> shaped like a uh, like a light bulb. Okay. Um, James. Yeah, yeah, The guy James. on the jet ski. Right, right. Um, that, man, that shot on the jet ski, man. He's like Don Johnson, wasn't he? Where the hell did that come um, from? I, I, who cares? We needed it. It kept making me think of uh, 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 David Caruso, right? The, the CSI. <laughs> You know, where yeah, he's like, like a, they, <laughs> there's the wind blowing and then there's sunset in the background. And then he just, he, he slowly lifts up yeah. the shades, you know? Yeah. With a touch of Kenny Powers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but he does a really good Joe exotic, uh, impersonation too. <laughs> Whenever he starts going, yeah. <laughs> he would go up. Oh yeah. Joe be like, Oh yeah. That boy over there. <laughs> <laughs> that boy over there, man. He told me to go ahead and I just tried to offer him $3,000. I was like, come on, man. you want to go ahead and do it. knock this woman off on her yeah. bike path, man. I know exactly where she goes. Am I being too loud? Did she say you're being too fucking loud? <laughs> I think she did. I think she That's did. amazing. <laughs> too loud for what? Is it a baby sleeping? I don't know. There's nobody sleeping. <laughs> oh, man. She's being too fucking loud. <laughs> I, I got to find a new studio. You got to oh, ride a wheel. God. So, uh, anyway, man, this this show, this show is crazy. It's. Uh, I highly recommend you seeing it, and you need to finish it. You need to finish watching. Well, I saw the end. I just missed some stuff in the middle. Okay. Well, you need to go and you, you need to uh, fill in the gaps, if you will. All right. Well, you know, some of it's like I don't need all that in my brain. I don't know. know. I mean, because like I said, like, you know, like just like all these people, it's like, oh, you guys are all awful. Like the only one of y'all that's not awful is Saf. The rest of y'all need to go away. Oh, and the guy with Poor no Saf. legs. That guy. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That guy. He's, he seems he, legit. He's got some pretty pretty badass uh, amputated legs, though. <laughs> magic legs. Oh, yeah, his prosthetics. Yeah, yeah his prosthetics were. Magic legs. His magic legs were. He's got some sweet magic They're legs. They're pretty on point, man. It was, it was good stuff. Also, that last husband of uh, Joe Exotic. Uh-huh. Oh, Dylan, I think, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's a cute. He's cutie. Look at him. He's a handsome little dude. What are you doing, man? I don't know, man. You it's... can't do better than Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. He's got them tiger cubs, man. He's got like the magic touch or, or look or something. It's just like, uh, I, just, gotta tell you, I don't even know. That, that fucking guy, it's guys like that, Joe Exotic. Like, they seem ridiculous. Like, you don't take them seriously. They're a joke. Um, that dude's a fucking genius. I mean, he is a squirrely 
maniacal, egotistical genius. Like, I mean, it's unreal. Like, listen to him talk. Watch him say this. Like, he will say whatever. He does not care. And he knows he can get away with it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the amount of ego you have to have to wear a gold or a pink sequined <laughs> open shirt with a 45 or a 38 on your, on your hip while you're walking down a parade running for the governor of Oklahoma <laughs> in a bleached out mullet and a Fu Manchu. Oh, man. With your gay husband with no teeth who's yeah. messed out. Like, the amount of ego that you have. That, like, I can be the governor. <laughs> I should be the governor. And he got 19% of the vote, man. He got 19% of the vote. He did better no than shit. Tulsi. I didn't know that. He did better than he did better, <laughs> he than, did better than Tulsi. He did better than <laughs> Tulsi. Uh, you know, Andrew Yang. I mean, he, he pulled oh, in better wow. numbers than half these people. It's crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. So he he did well. He did well. But uh, quiet man, down over there. I don't want you getting this, this guy. This guy. Oh man. But uh, yeah. Too loud. You're gonna mess up the port. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Uh, so anyway, uh, so so it provided some good quarantine uh, watching, um, and, and it was nice to have a little Tampa tie in there. Be like, oh okay, all right, that's cool. A little, little local local tie in. That's uh, yeah. You can't have a crazy nice. story like that without a little bit of Florida. In it. There was a lot of uh, Florida digs, you know, which uh, the yeah. wife liked because you know she 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 does the the Florida digs as well, you know, and she's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> the one guy was like, he's like, I took his three thousand dollars, but I don't want to go to Florida. Like I don't even want a vacation in Florida, so I ran. I took off. <laughs> the wife's like, "Yeah, a party." I went to South Carolina party. Uh, oh, speaking of South Carolina, so some South Carolina ties in there too. So uh, the guy from Myrtle yeah. Beach, right, uh, who has his little sanctuary now. I, you know, I lived in Charleston oh, for ten that's years. The doc. Yeah, Doc. Right? right. Yeah, Doc. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, we went up to Myrtle Beach a couple times uh, for some different things. And like there's like this Broadway at the beach little section and stuff and some cool things, whatever. So we we would go up there from time to time. Uh, there's this one little like shopping district called uh, Barefoot Landing uh, in North Myrtle Beach. And uh, we went there a few times. And in one of the little sections uh, were tigers like that. You could go and have your picture with a tiger. And it was like this little thing. And it was like. So it was come to find out, and obviously I didn't realize that at that time, but it it was tigers from his sanctuary were the tigers that were there that you could take your picture with. So I remember like a couple times, like walking by this thing, be like, oh my God, look at that. These guys are taking pictures with tigers. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. You know, whatever. I'd never paid for it. I never did it, you know, but I, we, it was always something like, oh, there's the, there's the pictures, you know, the tigers that take the pictures. It's crazy, right? So uh, one of the sound bites from the show, I think, I don't know, like episode one or two, something like that, um, they showed some footage of that tiger picture encounter uh, thing at Barefoot Resort that we had been to and walked through and whatever a couple of times. So I was like, holy crap, like we were there, we'd been there. And so I was like, uh, I had no idea, you know, obviously I didn't know the connection at the time, but it was just crazy that, uh, yeah. I guess I've seen some of those tigers. You're like I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I so, know where that is. I've seen some of those tigers from Doc. I know that tiger. That guy knows Joe Exotic. You know, I gotta tell you, man. When I lived in uh, East Texas, yeah, Tyler, Texas, there's this place called Tiger Creek. Okay. And it was a big cat sanctuary, 
And uh, I went there with my little sister. She was pretty young at the time. She uh-huh. was probably about 12. And, uh, you know, we went, and we they had tigers and lions and cheetahs and panthers, and they were all in these real big cages, and they just kind of laid around and pranced and paced and all that. And, uh, you know, we went. We saw the tigers, and we left. I got to tell you, there wasn't any drama. <laughs> no drama. <laughs> I didn't realize how much drama there is around these uh, big cat tiger sanctuaries. I didn't realize how um, many of these there were. Like at one point they showed a map of like all these different uh, locations where there were different sanctuaries and where different, you know, uh, big cats were being uh, sold and sent to all over the country, whatever. And there's a, there's a shit ton of them. They're all over the place. It's crazy. They're all over the place. Well, they, you know, it said at the end, there's more in captivity than there are in the wild. That's true. That's true. It's crazy. So, I mean, you know, on one hand, uh, you know, I mean, I guess it's, it's, you can look at the, the positives, right? I mean, they're trying to preserve the tigers. They're trying to, uh, breed some of these tigers that, uh, are not, you know, so, uh, prevalent out in the wild. Right. So, I mean, they're, 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 they're helping to keep the population up. So I guess that's not a terrible thing. Right. I don't want PETA to jump down our throats or anything, but, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world. Right. I mean, it's not, they're not all bad, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Well, I mean, I guess. Maybe I, mean, not. I don't really know. I, don't know. I mean, I think it's it's like I don't know. I mean, I think if you're going to do something like this, if you really care, now I'll say like in Carol Baskin, like obviously her angle, and I call it an angle because I don't completely buy it, mm-hmm. but her angle is that she's rescuing tigers from captivity and giving them a safe place yet they're still captive because they can't be released, obviously. Right. But, you know, for all the money that these people put into all this stuff, you could put into conservation in the places where the tigers actually naturally live. Exactly, and that might be a better way. And set up protections there. That's true. That's true. So, you know, I think think it's a lot about, I mean, can, I don't know what, you ever walk down the street with a German Shepherd next to you? Uh, no. It's empowering. Is it? It's empowering. No one's gonna mess with you, and you know it. Right. You were just talking. Imagine what it's you... like to walk, to walk along with a five hundred pound Bengal tiger next to you. Or like, I think it's probably very seductive. It's probably maybe you get into it for the right reasons, but then you kind of decide one day you're the Tiger King. <laughs> or like Doc up in Myrtle Beach, who just uh, seemed to. <laughs> run around uh on the back of an elephant and uh you know yeah. it's just like you know like it's a normal thing right like oh let me take yeah, my yeah. elephant down to the store you know i don't know <laughs> let me take my elephant to the store <laughs> that that's his mode of transportation <laughs> around his property i don't know yeah. it's crazy it's i crazy. can't i like i have to keep up with feeding this dog i don't know i can't imagine feeding an elephant i don't even know that's nuts it. it was funny he like at one point it showed that he he like walked his elephant right into, like, the, the, the creek or the mart, whatever it was. There was, like, a boat that was going by, you know, with some people that were just hanging out, enjoying a day out on the, on the out on the water. And, like, and then they just kind of, like, you see them, like, slow down, and then, like, they're just staring, and they're like, is, is, that, is that a fucking elephant? Like, what, what is going is that on? Is that a goddamn elephant? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? It's crazy. Good times. So, anyway, uh, so, so, yeah, something fun to do. If you haven't seen Tiger King yet, uh, highly entertaining. Go check it out. You should def- you should definitely smoke a bowl or pop a top and check that out. We all that seem to crazy. have a little bit more time on our hands now, so uh, it might be something to go check out and do. Tornadoes keep t- 
tearing up my old hometown. Yeah, I heard about that last night. What happened, man? That's kind of a bummer. Well, my sister was texting me while I was doing a show, and she said, you know, there's a tornado heading for Paragool that's really bad. Okay. So as soon as the show was over, I went to my desk, and I started streaming my uh, local um, hometown television station, uh, KIT. Right. And uh, was watching their coverage, and it looked like, you know, the the tornado was going to miss my hometown where my grandma is, and uh, but the town, the big town next to it, Jonesboro, had been hit. Yeah. And uh, I saw quite a bit of pictures. I went to Twitter and immediately was just like, oh, my God, uh, Jonesboro has gotten really big over the past 20 years. And by big, I mean compared to what it was like when I lived near there. The Like with just the it, one it, stoplight. It's, it's expanded. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a little bigger than that. But, right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's probably got about like seventy to eighty thousand people, where it had like fifty when I was a kid. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, there's all there's a there's a mall that's been there for I don't know, like maybe fifteen years, and and uh, it's destroyed, and and this thing really plopped down, kind of like in the center of the of the of the commercial district of the town, mm-hmm. uh, not far from the college. And kind of just wreaked havoc. There's a really thick line where it just like really. And you know when you see like footage of cars in a parking lot after a flood, yeah, where all the cars are pushed together, right, right, because of the flood water. It looked like that, but there was no flood. The wind did that. Oh wow! Really? The wind was so severe and so strong that there were just cars turned over and pushed next to each other, twisted up. Jesus. Some of them unrecognizable. It was unreal. But what I kept thinking is that this was like a 5.30 in the afternoon Saturday at a mall. Yeah. If it hadn't been for these these quarantines, oh, what that mall would have been packed. full of people. Yeah. It would have been packed. Oh, wow. It would have been devastating. But instead, the mall was closed. Right. Thank God. Yeah. So it's just one of those things you're like, God, like, it's kind of like, it's so, it's such a weird fucking time. It's like, you don't know where to put your brain. You don't know what paradigm to use to filter the information that's coming in. You know, my first thought is like, God, can we get a break? Why are we getting... You know, Jesus, like, do we not have enough going on? I mean, because it wasn't I'm like, well, if it wasn't for that, this would have been a fucking disaster. Well, and if, you know, it was just a couple weeks ago when Nashville got hit, you know, so and it's just it, it, you have ties up there, obviously. And then here in Arkansas and you have ties here. And uh, and so it's just like, you know, especially for you, where it's just like all these things are happening to, uh, you know, things that you're familiar with and, uh, you know, where you have a history. Yeah, and, and the thing with Nashville was, you know, I had um, a couple of people who were important to me very, very close to catastrophe, right? but they're fine. And with this, this thing, it's like when it happened, it happened at 530, you know, it, it, on a Saturday at a mall, this would have been a disaster. Yeah. Like people would have been killed. But because of this other shitty thing that's happening, no one was there. Yeah. So no one died. There wow. was no fatalities in this thing. That's so, crazy. Um, so it's just it's just a lot. Like it's just like it's like what's next? What's the next thing? What's the next thing coming? Like it's it's just unreal. It's it's hard to keep track of. It really is, and it's just every day there's something else. 
So yeah, uh, it's kind of like the longest year. And we're, 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 we're only in March. It's still March. Yeah. Maybe by the yeah, time you hear this, it'll be real. April, but you know, but yeah, it's 2020, man. It's one for the books. It's crazy. It's like, can we just skip 2020? Just, just go right to 2021. We just skip the rest of the year. I don't know. I saw, um, there's a, uh, there's a place in, um, in Nashville in East Nashville. Uh-huh. It's called a uh, Rose Pepper Cantina. Okay. It's a uh, Mexican restaurant, and they have a marquee out on the front, and they're known for their funny things that they put up there. Uh-huh. They'll put they'll put a lot of funny things up there, and uh, um, the most recent one that I saw from there is uh, it's a we all owe we all owe twenty nineteen an apology. <laughs> right, twenty nineteen wasn't so bad <laughs> in retrospect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I did my uh, apocalypse haircut today. Oh, did you? Actually, I did it last night when I got home. Okay. Yeah, it's not completely finished yet. You did it yourself? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny because I asked yeah. the wife to to give me a little trim yesterday, and uh, she, we, we didn't we didn't have time. We got wrapped up watching Tiger King until like one o'clock in the morning. So uh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll have her do it today. But uh, yeah, because you know uh, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't a little trim. This is like a takedown. Oh, really? Yeah, did, yeah. Did you? I think I need to go a little bit shorter, actually. Okay. I definitely got to clean it up a little bit today. Uh-huh. But I might have to go a little bit shorter because I kind of look like an eight-year-old boy right now. Oh my god! It's that in, that in-between length, you know. So did you did you did you make a mistake? Did you did you use the wrong setting? The wrong guard? No, no, no. I just didn't want to go too short. You know, oh, okay. You can't put it back on. Right, you know? right, yeah. But uh, I was like, eh, I might have to go a little bit shorter because it's at that awkward stage. Okay. Or I might be wearing a lot of hats. I don't know. Hey, it might be hats. Yeah, that's. It's usually. Uh, I might adopt a fedora. I've I've always had the mentality of uh, when it starts getting too long, that's when I start wearing the hat, and then until I get the haircut, and then I can go back to not wearing the hat yeah. again. So, uh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't know I, when I could get a haircut. Exactly. I mean. It, I don't know about sports clips, sport clips, but uh, I know great clips are all closed, so I'm out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I would assume that, like, you know, something like that, but that's a no-no. Yeah. You have to be in somebody's face. and You don't want to get the COVID from a haircut, so. Yeah, that's, a, that's not the way to go. <laughs> that's not the way to go. Oh, man, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, janky haircuts coming up here in the next yeah. couple months. Well, I started. A couple it. weeks. And I wanted to be first. I wanted to let everybody know, it's okay, man. It's all right. right. We're not going to judge your hair right now. We got other things. This other is things not normal. On. This is not normal. I was thinking about growing out a COVID beard. You know, just like not shaving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, until this is all. So, I don't know. I haven't shaved in. About a week and a half now, so we'll see a COVID what happens. Beard. Yeah, COVID beard. About the playoffs, man. <laughs> Hell, maybe it is. I mean, usually <laughs> I go playoffs, uh, actually. November. <laughs> there is no playoffs. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, usually yeah. November, I don't shave. You know, for no no shave November, right? You know, prostate cancer. And uh, but hey, you know, maybe I might have to start my no shave November a little early. COVID. Hey, if this is the playoffs, what's how do you think you're seated? Uh, with what my beard. Or, no, if this is the playoffs, okay. that's my joke. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right, right. I said it's not the playoffs. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe you know? it is. It's Who knows? How do you think you're seated? Probably not very high. You don't think you're seated very high? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably right in the middle. <laughs> probably in the middle, like a six seed. Yeah, probably like a six seed. <laughs> no, so, I really miss having the microphone in front of my face. <laughs> Dude, it's different, right? I do. Yeah, it's different. It's just talking on the phone. 
I miss the I miss the microphone and the mixer. It, it's kind of like you're just on a phone call. And you're not really podcasting. It's it's uh it's amazing the difference in setup between you walking around your house with your phone and me sitting yeah. in my chair with you know the whole normal podcasting setup here going on. Yeah, at least no one's running in and telling me I'm being too loud. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it was funny actually. Uh, so, you know, we're all being uh, split up in different locations, uh, at work. Uh, my desk got moved to the back, which is just awesome. And I love it. Um, That's sarcasm yeah, that was listening. extreme sarcasm. Uh, but I sat at your desk, uh, the other day. Cause you know, at night I can still stay socially distant from Shane because of, of the location of your desk compared to his. So I, I sit at your desk at night after, uh, after, after you leave. And I noticed, I, I looked to my left the other day, and I saw a note card, one of your famous little note cards. And on it is like, uh, I think it says something like, uh, facts about Adam? Adam facts. Adam facts. And so that yeah. led me to believe, like, or to, not, not to believe, but it led me to question, do you have a note card somewhere that says, like, Kyle facts? Like, or, no. or what? no, you don't. What's the Adam fact? Like, is that just things that you don't want to forget or that you want to... Uh, keep in mind about Adam in case it comes up in future conversations or yeah so I I got the index cards right and I use them at work whenever there are like tasks I need to get done I write them down and put them in front of me so then I remember to do them right and I can also like mark them off when I'm done which is satisfying and uh, I got the index cards for the podcasting so whenever I'm carrying them around and I have an idea I can stop and write it down that way, whenever we meet up, I've got the topics in front of me, right? right? So I have found that with Adam, kind of like you never having seen a running man before or never even heard of it yeah. before you met me, right? Adam has like that. Like Adam has never seen Die Hard. Adam has uh, never seen The Matrix. Uh, really? I had to tell him for like a year to watch Thor Ragnarok before he finally did it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, That's right. That's a great one, by the way. Yeah. So there are things that I've, like, he and I, um, usually any reference I make to any television show or movie, yeah. he usually instantly gets it. Right. Okay? But there are some things that he just hasn't seen um, that I have because we're, you know, what is he, like 28? Yeah, there's a couple-year difference there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he's like you know, he's like 10 or 11 years younger than me, so there was some, while, while our tastes overlap mostly, there are these little gaps, and sometimes I forget where the gaps are. <laughs> so I know I've asked him, I've asked him like a half a dozen times if he's seen Arrested Development, yeah. you know? And I've asked him about other things, too, more than once. And I got to a point where I was like, have I already asked you this? And he'd be like, yeah, we talked about that. Right, yeah, right. we talked about that. And so I said, I'm just going to write this shit down because I can't remember it for some reason. Yeah. So I, that's why there was a little Adam Fax card. And where it's positioned is where he used to sit. So, like, I could turn, like, if I was going to turn to ask him a question, you could I just could see the flashcard first. Glance down at the card first. <laughs> I'd be like, see the card. Hey, have you ever? Be like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Never mind. You already you you've seen it, or you haven't seen it, or you told me to do this or that. <laughs> Let or me whatever. turn back around. So, yeah. Go back to my computer. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why it's Adam specific because I have very good memory for the most part. Yeah. Uh, uh, better I memory than than I have. Anything. That's for sure. 
yeah, so I, I don't need a card for you, and I don't need a card for Shane, but for some reason, even though Adam and I, like, Adam's very important to me, he's like the little brother I never had, Yeah, I I forget these things. I don't know why, so I have to write <laughs> them down, so I don't ask him more than once. That's <laughs> right. what that is about. That's funny. That's funny. Oh man, I um, yeah, Adam, Adam and I, we both got moved to the back, so we're we're back in the uh, part of the corner crew now. Uh, yeah, and you work. both, uh, you, you both use my desk when I'm not there. Yes, because we don't like, like being like back. Tonight, in. Adam will use it because I'm not there. That yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So yeah, it's interesting times. Interesting times. Everything's uh, everything's changing. Hopefully, things go back to normal at some point. I don't know what normal is anymore, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's kind of like what you were saying about. Um, you were talking about this last last week about. You hope some things change. Yeah. Yeah, and and I do too. And I I've been. It's hard to weed through the bullshit. I mm. mean, it's like this constant avalanche of information, and you have to sift through it to see what's actually worth committing to memory paying attention and also for me whenever information is coming down so quickly and in such a great quantity i start wondering what i'm not hearing and not seeing okay the things that i'm missing that are probably important that are being snowed over because of this right i mean there are other things happening in the world there are other things happening in the world and there are things like like what's happening in iran i remember before we went to shit Iran was going to shit. Yeah. Uh, are they still? Because I haven't heard anything about it. Well, what know, countries are not having a problem? And what what are they doing to combat the problem? Yeah. Uh, uh, also, weren't we going to have a, an election? That's, that's what gets me. Like, we were on, you know, primary, primary, primary. And in the past two weeks, since our Florida primary on March 17th, I haven't heard of anything. I haven't heard a right. mention of Bernie, Biden any type of primary results. I don't know if there have been any primaries. I don't know if they've been canceled, pushed back, suspended, uh, you know, rescheduled. I haven't heard. There's been zero political talk in the past two weeks. It's I know, been crazy. I know, I know that I know that New York and Pennsylvania have postponed their primaries. Okay. I was just reading a uh, an article um, this morning or last night um, about, it must have been today, it was about um, Biden and Bernie, and it was... Um, about how Biden has taken no leadership position at all during this time, and he's supposed to be like the head of the Democratic Party, right? right? That's the idea. Right. And Bernie is like busting ass on the Senate floor, and but there's no coverage of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So basically, like, yeah, you know, all we hear from is Trump. Yeah. Like that's it. And hell i can't believe anything he says and some of the stuff he has said is like ridiculous like when he came out last week easter (laughs) go on he's talking about like like easter like dude you can't put a date on this yet oh yeah to to be out he's he's talking about he wants to see the churches packed on easter morning like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah like we're still going uphill bro that's next sunday yeah, yeah, dude. Like we can't be. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Uh-huh. Or, or then when he comes out and he starts talking for ten minutes about Tom Brady, that was my favorite press that. conference this week. But yeah, he comes out and he's like, "Oh, Tom Brady's a great guy. I've talked to him recently. Love Tom Brady." And it's just, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa yeah. what? 
Where, where's the Tom Brady references coming from? That was uh, that was interesting. That was, that was a fun press conference. <laughs> yeah, I would like he, to be able seems to delusional. stay focused on the information that is actionable. Yeah. Because I also want to be able to know how to move. You know, I don't want to be reactionary. I want to be planning ahead. Right. You know, like be looking ahead. And, you know, I can only control my little sphere of influence right here, you know. But I want the information to, to, to make good decisions, you know. Yeah. It's true. That's why I'm not out of toilet paper and food because <laughs> I was ahead of the curve, paying attention and trying to stay in front of everything without um, causing a panic. Yeah, no panic shopping for you. Yeah, not for me. We're good right Although now. I can't but, stop but... thinking about buying a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You and Shane, I swear. Oh man, but uh, yeah, no, we we've got a couple rolls. We're, we're we're good for the moment, but uh, you know, I mean, we're gonna need some at some point. So uh, hopefully, the they uh, start to return back to the shelves and paper towels and toilet paper and things like that. It's that, so uh, ridiculous. It really is crazy. I don't I don't get it. I'll go I'll, I'll go and I'll look while I'm there. Yeah. Like nope, there's there's no toilet paper. There's no tissues. There's no paper towels. There's nothing. Which like, you know makes me think the like the damn fucking the notebooks are gone. <laughs> are they are they Jeez. filling the shelves and they're just disappearing that fast, or are they not able to get what? to the point I, of filling the shelves? Like, are they bringing out these pallets I, and they're just I, disappearing? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like my intention was to go um, last week. I was going to go get eggs because the time I had gone before there were no eggs. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, let me go in the morning. And, you know, in the first hour in the morning at my Win Dixie is for the elderly, right? And then, uh, but I didn't get up and I didn't go. Well, that's fine because I've got eggs. It's not a, it's not a thing. Yeah. But I went later in the night. So, because they're closing at, at nine, I think they close at nine. Yeah, they close at nine, eight or nine. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, they close at eight. And I was there at 730 because mm-hmm. I was like, let me go there at the end of the day where they might they might be starting to stock again for right. the overnight. Right. And uh, there was there were none. <laughs> there was no, <laughs> no. I haven't seen toilet paper in that Win Dixie, in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And the last time I saw it there was the last time I bought some. I already had some, and I bought one more pack. I was like, let me just buy another pack since there was almost none then. Yeah. So I just don't get what people are doing. Like I don't get the mentality. I remember in Nashville a few years ago, um, there was a hurricane that disrupted the, the gas supply. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's like in, in the news, we'll tell people like there could be a gas shortage. So just buy what you need. Right. And that makes everyone <laughs> go buy all of it. Panic. Then gas and then stations there's are a empty. gas shortage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you went and bought it all, dumbass. <laughs> like you didn't need all this gas. Yeah. Like, like if you just kind of, you know, ration it out a bit. We won't run out of it, and that's what I don't. I don't understand how people can go to the grocery store, and I mean, I don't understand how there's no toilet paper for three weeks, but yet there's still meat. Yeah, well, I and mean, but the meat section and is bread. That that's it's like, what are you? How much are you shitting? That's getting dwindled too, though, because <laughs> uh, I know, like, I've gone out with the wife a couple times. We've gone to like look for some chicken, and it's hard to find some chicken in this in this shelves. In the stores. Yeah. So, you know, it's like we can't even find the normal, you know, meats that we would normally pick up or whatever. Um, because even that stuff's going uh, by the wayside. Mine's been so, good on that. Has it? Like, yeah, I mean, the bread's been scarce some. Yeah. And, uh, but, and the, like, pasta. Mm-hmm. 
but in the rice. But other than that, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, I mean, it's, it's funny because you go in and you look at it, and it's like there is so much food here. Yeah. There's so much food. Like you could take all the, you could take all the eggs out and the bread and the milk and all the meat, and there's still so much food here. Like, right. What are you people freaking out about? And the stores aren't closing. We down, are not so. going. We're not going to starve. But for Christ's sake. Do you need 96 rolls of toilet paper? Oh, man, he's crazy. And the thing is, I feel like people are buying 96 rolls of toilet paper, and then they're coming back the next day and buying another 96. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, do you, is that really your main concern? Well, I, I just wish because, that stores had maybe started, like, the uh, uh, the limits earlier. You know, I think maybe they were too late to go ahead and start with the limiting uh, because, you know, you go into stores now and, and you'll see the signs. And, and I've had people that, you know, that have told us it's one per customer. You need to put one back. They started too late, I think, with that. You know? Yeah, I was talking to Adam. We were talking about how uh, uh, the ladies use more toilet paper than, than the men do. And uh, he said he's going to have to tell her to use less. And uh, I said, yeah, tell her she gets one square. One she gets square. One square. And she can use that one square to dab, <laughs> dab dry. And he said, yeah, and then when she's done, she needs to hang it up and let that dry so she can use it again. Right, right. Yeah, reuse the one yeah. square. <laughs> yeah. That's a good mentality. you got to stand man. over them. Oh, man. you got to stand over them and watch them. Lay the like, smack that, down. Do you, do you need all that? I feel like you can do half that. <laughs> You're using too much. Put that back. Wind that back yeah, up on the road. Yeah, <laughs> Drip dry. Drip dry? Use a hair dryer or something. Oh, my God. Hair dryer. <laughs> you know, toast it. Toast it a little bit. I don't know if that's the most effective way or not. Well, uh, I mean, hell. It's desperate times. It is. That's right. You got to ration. We're going to have to change the way we think about some things. That's right. Oh, man. Change our mentality. You oh, know? you know, I need to get a, I need to get a bidet. <laughs> God, are you serious? I used to have a bidet uh, in Nashville. Right. It's fantastic. Oh, my it's God. fantastic. I can't imagine the it's whole amazing. shooting water up is very effective. I don't know. It's not, you're not really shooting it up. You're shooting it across. You know what I mean? Okay. You know how, like, a water fountain works? Yeah, I know how a water fountain works. Well, you know how you put your mouth at the arch of the water? Yeah. You know, like right. the water shoots up in a stream yeah. in, a, in an arch, and you kind of hit it at the top of the arch? Yeah. That's the way a bidet works. It it hits like that. It hits about right there. It's not like it's not like a fucking water hose being sprayed straight in, you know? Right. It, it, it shoots across, you know? And then and then you uh, and then you use paper towels to just dry off, so you use less paper towels. Okay, all right, yeah, it's great. Man. Well, something it's I did learn because you mentioned that the other day, and uh, apparently you can. Uh, I thought it was something separate, like that you had to have you know installed and hooked up to the plumbing and whatever. Apparently, it's something you can yeah. add to your toilet. I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. You just put a little T split on the water faucet there. Okay, right. next to the next or the water valve next to the toilet, right? And then uh, you put it underneath the toilet seat. And then uh, what you want to do is sit down uh, before it ne- before the need arises. You want to sit down and kind of hit that dial, okay? So you find your so you find the pressure you want, you know, <laughs> the sweet spot. The sweet spot, yeah. And you want to do it while you know you don't want to you don't want to do it while you're dirty. You want to do it while you're clean. So you because if you're down there dirty and you do it for <laughs> the first time and you hit it too hard, you might jump or something and then you've made a mess. <laughs> oh my god. It seems it like funny. Um, too much work. I uh, when I when I had one, uh, my niece lived with me. Yeah, and she was about two and a half, three years old at the time, and uh, she went in there to the bathroom and she she 
she was just standing in front of the toilet and she turned on the she just turned it on and it just like sprayed her right in the chest oh my god she's like ah what are you doing (laughs) what is this my toilet it's not a water park (laughs) yeah Oh man, it's that's a serious uh, business. Yeah, I, I I went over to Italy uh, years ago, um, and I remember the toilets, you know, the the hotel rooms in Italy all have bidets. Uh, I don't think yeah. I actually used it. I mean, I think I looked at it and whatever, and I you know, but uh, that's my only experience with it. But it, that was a separate that was a separate unit, if you will, uh, next to the. Oh toilet. yeah, it's like a toilet next to the toilet. Yes, right? yes, exactly. So like yeah, that, that's my that. only that's that my make any kind of sense. that's my only frame of reference uh, when yeah. referring to a bidet. So I don't know, it's weird. No, it should be all in one. I don't know because I I I was in Germany and uh, I I saw a bathroom like that. Um, I think it was my friend Raina. She was living in Germany at the time, and we visited while we were there. And in her bathroom, she had a bidet, and it's next to the toilet. And I'm like, why is it two different things? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> transition from this place <laughs> to that place during this state so yeah the um the all-in-one that's where it's at all right well maybe something to look into i mean hey if we get to yeah, the point I'm, where we need I'm to like, uh conserve toilet paper that may be the only yeah, option maybe i'll get you one. Oh my god i might get you one unbelievable would you be able to install it do you have that wherewithal uh maybe i don't know i'm not very yeah, good with hard. installing things but i, I mean if you could put a water hose onto a faucet yeah you can install it today You'll okay I can do that then. I can do that then. Okay, good, 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 good. So before we go, we've got a uh, update on, um, we've had a lot of traction on this whole Back to the Future DeLorean story. Yeah. So uh, yeah. a lot of traction, actually, uh, which has been awesome. Uh, I put out a bolo. Uh, <laughs> I, I got the idea <laughs> people from... Are so, people are so confused. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a minute, is this real? Wait, what? What's happening? Is the DeLorean, what is this? So, uh, you know, I, I put together this little... Uh, you know, it's a fake, uh, be on the lookout, uh, alert Bolo, if you will, from the Orange County PD, uh, which is yeah. the county that, uh, Universal Studios is in, right? Someone's <laughs> like, there's no such thing as an Orange County police. I'm going to get arrested. But th- that's a lot. I mean, I kind of think there is, right? Orange County PD. I, I think that's a thing. Uh, so I don't know. There's no way that there's no way that would be a thing. The Orange County, county police. Is, uh, yeah, no, a, a, a county is always like a sheriff's department, right? Oh, oh! Police really? departments are cities. Oh, maybe I should have said like Orlando Police Department. Oh, yeah. that's where my you made up so was. Much, you you like made up so much stuff, and people read it. And I don't know if you know this about uh, like nerd culture. Yeah, they take shit seriously. Yeah, uh, so clearly, I like someone's comment was like, "Ooh, a 1985 DeLorean." That's super rare, considering he was already in prison by that time. He's like, Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. I'm like, okay, I didn't realize that. Like, yeah, you're so – they're like, yeah, if you're going to make a uh, – it was funny because, like, so, there were some people that were commenting on it, and they were, they were like, noting. They were like, I guess some people aren't catching that this is obviously fake. Right. <laughs> you, well, you, know. you know, I mean, the movie Back to the Future came out in 85, so that's why I just – I went with an arbitrary date of 1985 yeah. for the DeLorean. You know, I – can't put arbitrary facts. Yeah, yeah, we were definitely right. taken a task by uh, Kevin Bosch, man. He's like the president of like the Back to the Future Club or something. I don't know. He's a, a very uh, well schooled man on all things. Did you see his video, Marty McFly? I did. Yeah, the Back to the Future uh, ride that was recreated. That was crazy. That was so good. That was really I'm well done. About I'm excited about Kevin Bosch because he's 
the first interaction I've had with someone that neither one of us know. Yes. Like we know him through the podcast. Yes. He listened to the podcast. He interacted with the podcast. He reached out. And he's the first person to ever do that. We should send him some swag. <laughs> this is, we need to make some swag first. Maybe we'll make some koozies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we we uh, we appreciate that, and we we hope that uh, more people are like Kevin Bosch. And uh, and and that's. Uh, but anyway, thanks for reaching out and uh, uh, educating us. Uh, apparently, uh, the DeLorean from Universal Studios was put into storage uh, before the closure uh, occurred. Uh, of the parks and whatnot, and it was put into storage. And so apparently that's where it is right now. It is most likely not the same one that I saw on the flatbed going down the highway uh, a few weeks ago. So anyway, uh, there are multiple uh, recreations. I don't even know what you want to uh, uh, DeLoreans out there with the jet propulsion, you know, uh, models from the movie that are apparently out there that, you know, travel the world, the country and whatnot at different conventions and things like that. So uh, most likely not the same one that is missing from Universal Studios. Odds are it is not actually missing and it is just put into storage. So that's uh, that's the know, story of the DeLorean. I like, I like my, no, 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 I like my theory. <laughs> I don't know. I zoomed into I like that picture theory. though. It was, uh, I did a lot of research. I think it's on a time heist. It, it is, it's probably on a time heist. It's probably on a time heist, but uh yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of cool to just dig in, and then I was able to zoom in to the plate of that flatbed and see that I was like, oh, wait, hey, look, that's like a Virginia tag down there. I'm like, maybe it's headed to Virginia. I don't know. I was trying to put the pieces together, be my uh, the best detective I can be. But, uh, you know, anyway. Kevin Bosch came and blew it all up. Kevin Bosch was like, no, no, not the same one, my friend. So, anyway, <laughs> thanks for that, Kevin. So I was watching that video of his, which was really good, yeah. and there was a part where he's doing Doc – He's doing Doc Brown's part Marty. from the uh, from the ride. Yeah, and I thought at first before I realized it was an actual track recording of what the ride said. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought it was him doing it. Oh. I'm like, dude, this guy's nailing it. He's really good. <laughs> this guy sounds just like him. Jeez. So you can see how easily swayed I am by um, things that are Back to the Future related. Yeah, yeah, we all are. It's a great movie great series anyway well that was awesome and uh we appreciate the feedback and uh you guys want to go ahead and comment on things and uh send us information and 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 respond to things that we say on the podcast and things that we post uh we greatly appreciate that yeah because as of right now we're just talking to ourselves <laughs> we're just talking to ourselves man just having a conversation fun time <laughs> being in two different each other out. two different counties and uh being doing our best uh self-distancing right all right, I gotta go do manly stuff. I gotta go fix my car. All right, man, go fix your car. Go have fun with that, and uh, enjoy those spark yeah, okay. plugs and the timings of the things and, and whatever else you're doing with that. Maybe I'll shoot a video so you can learn something. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, because I have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, you're not even cooking your own meat. What kind of man are you? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and enjoy some of this smoked meat that I think is probably ready now. Some pulled pork. So that'll be fun. Uh, so, yeah, bring some of that tomorrow. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Good times. All right, man. Uh, thanks for again for listening to this edition of Technically Directors. Hit us up on the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those good things. You can shoot us an email, of course. Uh, I don't know who emails anymore, but, you know, if you want to. Uh, and it's going to be good times, man. But thanks again for another edition of the Socially Distant Technically Directors. Kyle and Seth. Hey, it's nice It's nice to uh, call in and talk to you. It's a lot of fun. Thanks, man. I'm glad you're having a good time over there. <laughs>
they need to test the DNA of the meat grinder because I know they're going to find DNA of that man.